Hi, I'm Kelsey, and I like costuming and cosplay. Do you like to sit around for a while? Found yourself a little pet crocodile. Do you like to just live in the moment? Do you like the stars and moon in the comments? What do you like, do you like? 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 Welcome to What Do You Like, the podcast where you get to know a person through their passions and hobbies. I'm your host, Jeremy Zaha, and today on the podcast, we're getting a little theatrical. We're talking to uh, a friend of mine um, who we've mentioned this gathering in the past on this podcast. <laughs> is one of the reasons why me and a lot of friends got together right before the pandemic and had a rockin' time in Florida. Uh, she's one of the uh, most warm people I've met, um, and she somehow has been able to control and tame our friend Suresh. Uh, I would like to welcome... The wonderful, the lovely, the magnanimous. I'm not even sure how that what that means, but I'm sure it it, it relates to her. Kelsey Smith, welcome Thanks. to the podcast, Kelsey. Thanks, Jeremy. And yeah, that that was a pretty rocking party. You're right. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Uh, and first thing I'm going to do after this podcast, I'm going to look up what magnanimous means. I'm pretty sure, but I definitely don't have an English degree. Um, yeah. No, I I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I would trust your knowledge in this because you're also a very intelligent person. Uh, (laughs) No, 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 no. You're being modest. (laughs) But we're not here to talk about your intelligence. We're here to talk, like I mentioned, we're going theatrical today and we're talking about costumes. Now, when most people think of costumes, they think of, of two areas for the most, I think. They think Halloween and they think like TV movie stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a much wider area to to delve into. And I think this is where your expertise and I think this is kind of where your passion lies as well. So let's just dive into it. Where did the in your mind, where did this, this passion for costumes begin? Uh, so that's a weird question. Well, the answer is weird. The question is not weird. Um, I have always just kind of liked costumes, like in a, in just a, you see a thing and you're like, Oh, neat kind of way with no background or, you know, further knowledge at all. I, I would watch movies and I think, Ooh, ah, at all the costumes. I want one. Um, that's really cool. Uh, I really like that. Um, maybe it's distantly related to I was into history as a kid. Um, and so like uh, period pieces with like, you know, the big hoop skirts and the um, old timey fashion. I liked that. Uh, so maybe it it's based there. But really, I just I always liked them. I was like, those are neat. Um, so were you like big into like fashion in general as a kid? Nope. Um, it's, it's actually the opposite. So I like 
costumes because they're not fashion. Um, Cause I, I always feel like fashion you can get wrong almost like things can be out of style. Um, things can be uncool. Uh, they can be unflattering. Whereas a costume, like maybe it's wrong. Like, Oh no, that's from the 1800s instead of the 1700s. Uh, but it's not wrong. Like, Oh no, she looks terrible. It's, it's wrong because of history. If that makes sense. Like if I dress up in fashion and it's unflattering, then like, I just look stupid. Um, but if I dress up in a costume, it doesn't matter that I look stupid. It's a costume. It's not supposed to look like normal everyday clothes. I'm not supposed to look fashionable. I'm supposed to look of a time, of a place. That makes sense. And, 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 that may, like I've never thought of costumes like that. It's like a, it's almost a freeing experience. Mm-hmm. I think some people might feel subconscious being in like a uh, a silly costume, but uh, no, I mean that, that's that's the the situation that you're supposed to be looking silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're dressed in a silly costume, you're doing it for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the first? I mean, what? I assume your first costume was Halloween related. Do you remember like the first time you were in a costume and what it was like? So the, like looking back, like the oldest, the costume from the longest ago that I can think of is, uh, I dressed up as Meg from Hercules, the Disney movie. Um, and that, that was one of those, you know, like your mom goes to party city and pays 20 bucks for a bag. Um, the bag that you requested and brings it home and you wear that, uh, and I freaking loved that thing. I felt so cool. I loved that character. I was like, Meg is awesome. And now I'm awesome too. My mom let me put socks in the dress so that I had boobs, even though I didn't have <laughs> boobs at the time, just so that it would fit. Like I was, I, I felt on top of the world. Wow. Were you the type of person that would wear your Halloween costumes outside of Halloween? Like it's around the house? Around the house, yes. Like in public, not so much. I, so like, I, I think like the week of Halloween, you can really get away with a costume anywhere. Like it doesn't really yes. matter if it's not Halloween yet. It's Halloween week. You can wear a costume and everybody will be like, oh yeah, Halloween's coming up and nobody will blink an eye. Um, so I would say outside of that context at the time, no, I wouldn't have worn it anywhere besides my house in that Halloween week as time went on. Yes. I became a person that would wear a costume Anytime I felt like it. <laughs> I think, and I think that that shows like a, like that's where you kind of grow in, in understanding who you are. Uh, I think less are the, the kind of the forces of nature saying, no, uh, you wear a costume Halloween and you truly embrace like, no costumes are fun. I'm going to wear them whenever I want to wear them. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first costume you wore that wasn't like store-bought? Uh, yes. Uh, I got, I, I don't even want to call it a job. I didn't get paid. Uh, but I worked as an extra, I guess, at the Renaissance Festival in my hometown. Um, love the renaissance festival by the way that's like i don't know if i love the renaissance festival because it's made up of costumes or if i love costumes because i love the renaissance festival (laughs) uh but it's so fun and i i started working at the renaissance festival on the weekends uh the summer between junior and senior year of high school 
Uh, and part of the gig is you got to wear historically accurate clothing, right? Um, and they don't give it to you. They don't have like a costume closet that they give you your costume for. You're responsible for your own. It is expensive to buy uh, historically accurate garb. Uh, so I learned how to sew and I made my uh, peasant dress, skirt, bodice. Um, that was one of the girls that did like the maypole, uh, like with the ribbons. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, I that was the performance I did. So I made my skirt and my bodice and my blouse, bought some boots and I freaking loved it. I immediately, like I made the first skirt. It was the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life. Uh, I made the skirt and I was like, I want to wear this to the mall. Uh, <laughs> my, mom, <laughs> my mom was like, you cannot wear that to the mall. Uh, but just immediately, like I was like, this is human shaped. This was a pile of fabric on the ground and now it is shaped like a person and I can put it on my body and I can wear it. And I loved it. Like I just wanted to sew everything. So how did you learn? Did you just like, were you just self-taught or did you, did your mom have experience sewing? My mom had, I think, minimal sewing experience. Like there was a machine in the house and she, I think she could do some mending. Um, she never really made clothes. It was mostly, like I said, mending and uh, hemming and that kind of thing. Uh, so when I got this job at the Renaissance Festival, I got put on the cast with a, it's, it's a kind of a gimmick. All the girls who dance around the Maypole are called Mary. So all of our names are Mary. Um, and then you pick a flower. Uh, so you're, you know, Mary Tulip and Mary Orchid and Mary Daisy. So all the Marys got together for a sewing party, also known as a stitch and bitch. Am I allowed to cuss? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so also known as a stitch and bitch, uh, your sewing party. And they taught me. Um, it was... They were like, all right, here's the pattern. All the Marys wear matching skirts. Here's the pattern for the skirt. And off you go. Wow. So I'm just trying to fathom this Renaissance Fair. So you are expected <laughs> to be there every weekend. Mm -hmm. You are not paid at all. I get food coupons. <laughs> food coupons. Okay. I ate a lot of turkey legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they expect you... To create your own clothes or, or obtain your own clothes. And mm -hmm. you basically have to sew them you, yourself. You can buy them. Uh, obviously, you have access to a lot of Renaissance Festival sellers and booths because uh -huh. you work there. Um, so you could buy them if you wanted. It's just expensive. Uh, yeah, but they all had to have the same pattern for the skirt. So you basically had. Oh, it's to... kind of a basic skirt, though. Oh, uh, OK. And also you could buy one from one of your coworkers. That's true. That's true. I'm sure that was probably a, a business that they would have been happy since they're not getting paid to be there. Maybe. I mean, it's also like kind of a cultural thing, though. Like everybody mm -hmm. who works at the Renaissance Festival, they're like, like they all had that pattern, right? They were all like, yeah. oh, you're going to be a Mary this year. Here's <laughs> here's your skirt. <laughs> wow. So that's that. That's where you started. Because I one thing I knew about you is I knew you, you knew how to, to sew and kind of create that. But it's interesting that it was from the the Renaissance Fair. It's almost like going back in time to learn this skill, except for it was in real time. Yeah, I guess it was. I, I had used a sewing machine before. I was in the quilting club at my church when I was 11. But quilts are just straight lines. Um, 
for the most part anyway. Um, so I knew how the machine worked, but I had never, like I, for me, the big thing is like the, between a failed project and a successful project is, you, I said this earlier, is it human shaped? Like is, yeah. could this go on a human body? Uh, so it was kind of a whole new skill set. Yeah. Humans are not shaped conducively for no, we're a weird. sewing machine. <laughs> so how long did you, were you at the Renaissance Fair? How many years did you do that over the summer? Uh, two summers I worked it uh, every weekend. Um, and it's not just summer, actually. It's spring and summer. So I was going on some oh, wow. uh, school weeks, too, because they don't, for the most part, it's only on the weekends. They don't really have it open on weekdays, except for like at the very end of the school year. They take kids on field trips and they'll open on the weekdays just for field trips. But for the most part, it was weekends. And so you do it for the last half of the school year, last quarter of the school year, and then over the summer. I did that two seasons in a row. Um, and then I would kind of go back as like a guest afterwards because I went off to college and I was not really in the area anymore. So at this point, uh, are you still are you still dressing up for Halloween or have you kind of transitioned away from that because it's uncool for a, a high schooler to... Well, I guess high school is kind of where it comes back in, isn't it? I, I, I don't think I ever stopped dressing up for Halloween. I don't think there was ever a Halloween that I did not dress up. I just, dressing up is fun. I like to do it. I want to do it. If there's a reason to do it, I'm like, is there a theme party? Cool. Is it a holiday? On it. <laughs> like I was, I was the person who showed up uh, for Valentine's Day with like hearts in my scrunchie and pink head to toe and... Like, why? There's no reason for this other than it's an excuse to dress up. <laughs> That's so interesting. So you, this is very much just an expression of your creativity in a lot I of guess ways. so. Yeah, sure. I, I never really thought about it that way. I thought it was just like a weird quirk in my personality that I just like that. Uh, but I guess it's also an expression of creativity because it's not like a go out for the holiday stuff anyway. And buy themed clothing it's usually like creating a look out of what exists already yeah and and to go back to like how you hate fashion it's almost like you are embracing what i think fashion should be in expression yeah i think it's turning more into that nowadays i think fashion is more dramatic than it used to be i mean maybe not in quarantine uh, but like pre-quarantine, like I think fashion and dressing in general has gotten more dramatic over the last decade or so. I think it's a lot to do with like influencers and Instagram and the internet, right? Like you create a look and then you go out and like you're showing it off. And maybe fashion was like that when I was younger and I just didn't see it. But to me, it's it's more of a recent development. It's like there are so many different directions you can go in your fashion. Whereas like when I was a kid, I think it was like, I don't know, you're like punk goth or you're like prep or you're like, um, I don't know what else is there. Uh, or else you're, or you're none, none of the above, which yeah. was me jeans plus t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the standard. Uh, yeah. So it was like, you could be something dramatic, but you, that was like a choice you were making. You're like, I am this dramatic look and that's the way I dress. 
Um, whereas, and maybe back in the day, like those are the folks who had the right idea, right? The people who were like, yeah, my look's dramatic and that's how it's supposed to be. Maybe I should have been doing that all along, but I think it's more normal now. Whereas before it was like, you were on the fringes if you dress dramatically, whereas now dressing dramatically is just what people do sometimes. Yeah, I almost wonder if it's a transition from like in school, there's this like pressure to kind of fit in to kind of like align. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you're kind of out of that environment, you can truly, you can do whatever you want. I mean, that a lot of times people think like, oh, and you're a doll that could do whatever I want. And this is one area that you could literally do whatever you want on your free time. Like Mm -hmm. you can, you can wear whatever you want. You can. Uh, based on your means, you can buy whatever you want. You can find a way to, to, to develop things however you want. There's not that pressure to be like, well, I don't want to be embarrassed in front of all my classmates. Like who cares? Yeah. Maybe that, that might be the difference, right? Being an adult versus being a teenager. Um, so to me, the last 10 years have been better, but maybe that's only because that's how long I've been out of high school. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, who knows? I mean, and also I think there is a cultural change. In the last 10 years, I think there's more of a, a more of a push on the individual. I think with like, yeah, I think it's just more open-mindedness, right? Yeah. Like people go out and look how they want to look. Yep. And I think things that were kind of on the fringe are now a lot more mainstream, which I think transitions well into another thing I know that you do and it falls within the, the costume realm. Um, and that's cosplaying. Now, mm-hmm. is there a difference between like a standard costume and a cosplay? Like what, based on your, uh, we're, obviously you're not a historical expert on this, no. but like based on your knowledge, what is the difference between the two? If there is one. Uh, so to, to me personally, they're very intertwined, almost the same. Um but I know I'm, I might be the outlier here. I don't think everybody thinks that's true. Um, so I think cosplay is tied more to uh, love of the content you're dressing as. Um, so, you know, if you cosplay as a Harry Potter character or you cosplay as a Dragon Ball character or you cosplay as, um, a, I don't know, a comic book character, you are choosing it out of love for that content, I think more than you're choosing it out of love for the costume. Uh, the reason, and I think that's like the, the differentiating feature, right? Like, are you dressing because you love where it came from? Or are you dressing because you love the thing, uh, the, the look itself? Uh, to me, I didn't know what cosplay was until probably older than most people in the, I hate to say nerd, but in like the the geek family, right? Um, for for somebody who worked at a Renaissance festival, you'd think I'd know what cosplay was. <laughs> uh, I didn't. Um, I think I was in college before I like heard by rumor, like, wait, you could just dress up as movie characters? Just you just can? For what? For fun? <laughs> what? <laughs> like. I I had no idea. If I had known, I would have been doing it for decades. Because um, I, I, I was always so into costumes. Like, how could it 
possibly have been beyond my scope of knowledge that there is a group of people that just wears costumes as a hobby. Uh, I didn't know. Um, and maybe it's because of that that differentiating factor, right? Like, are you dressing up because you love the content or dressing up because you love the costumes? Cosplay, you love the content, I think. And costumes, you love the costumes. But for me, because I exist in this in-between area, where like, I really like the costumes, maybe more than the content. Like, I'll watch something I don't really like, but if I like a costume in it, I'll be like, I could make that. Do I wanna make that costume? This movie sucked, but like, did you see that costume? <laughs> And I think that's why for me, they're the same, but for a lot of people, it's not the same. That's really interesting. And I think that's a really good definition that I never thought of. Like, cause I mean, my experience with cosplay is mostly through like going to comic book conventions and things like that, where, mm -hmm. I mean, they're dressed as these characters from these pop culture things. And I was never, I always went to the comic book conventions cause I love the, the spectacle of it. Same. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't read comics really. Um, there's a, there's a couple I'm like aware of. Um, and I have some friends that write comics. So I'll read theirs. Um, and I enjoy it, but it's just like not, I'm not a huge reader in general. Like if I'm going to sit down and read a lot of times, it's like a bigger deal where it's going to be a book and I'm going to feel good about myself after I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, same. And even like I've, I'm actually now starting to kind of get into anime uh, that's the one pandemic thing I've started to kind of to, mm -hmm. to look into. And that kind of falls into that. But I've been going to comic book conventions since high school um, just because I have friends that yeah. are big into this stuff. And I one of the things that drew me was like all oh, these people just dressing up and like these amazing costumes. Like, There's like how this is something that they've been working on all year for this one weekend. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's it, by definition, awesome a lot of times. Um, yeah. And you, you know, our, our friends, uh, Robbie and Jake, mm -hmm. um, there's one time we went and we went as the Mario brothers. I was Mario, Jake was Luigi and Robbie was a ghost. Um, but we were not skilled in costume design. So me and Jake had the easy ones where his overalls, I had a red shirt. He has a green shirt mm -hmm. and we had a like fake mustache and a hat. Like it wasn't, it's not, it wasn't super advanced and Robbie's costume. He put a blanket over an umbrella and just was like, was like, uh, he would just like bounce it up and down. Like when he was walking, Perfect. And so many people want to take pictures with us. Yeah. Cause that's like, hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not like it's not like we weren't we didn't have great costumes. It's just like it's just that that culture. It's like wow, embracing like what you you love and and sharing it with everyone. Um, I'm wondering when you are because you create cosplay costumes. Mm -hmm. When you're creating it, is it more so for yourself? Like I want, this is something that I want to kind of bring to life or do you think about like what other people are going to, to think about this? This is my internal conflict always, because in theory, I want to do it for myself, right? Like I want to see um, a costume that I love and recreate it for myself because I love it. But if I go out after making it and it doesn't get enough attention, I'm mad. I'm like, 
I worked hard on this and nobody asked for a picture. That's messed up. Did people not recognize it? It was so accurate. How did they not recognize it? Does nobody like this content anymore? Am I outdated? Um, and the weird thing is like, I'm so bad at predicting what's going to get attention and what's not. Um, it's, I guess it's just not my skill. Uh, so the thing is I make whatever I want and then I have feelings about it depending on how people react. So apparently I do want attention. Like apparently if I don't get it, I'm mad. Uh, but in my, in my mind, oh, I don't care. I want to make this because I want to make it. Uh, but then I regret it later. I'm like, I should have just done, I don't know, insert the most popular thing of the moment here. I think, I mean, I think it's, it, it totally makes sense that you'd, you'd want some sort of recognition because it's not so, like something you're doing in an hour like there's creating these 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 cosplay costumes take a long time so you you, i think it's easy to want some recognition in that in that realm and i can i can definitely understand like not knowing what's going to be big because like even in the pandemic like things change so quickly like it uh less than a year ago everyone was talking about tiger king and now no one it's like yeah what he's in prison because he's a bad person whatever <laughs> and, but at one point there's like the thing like and yeah there's we're not doing anything and the fact that that can move on it, yeah. i think tells you how quickly society moves it's true and i think part of it is uh, I always like really internalize it, right? Like if I worked on a costume and then people don't recognize it, is it because they don't know the content? Is it because I did a bad job? Is it because I dressed up as a white character and I'm a brown person, so it didn't connect for people? Like I never know what it is that didn't like work, but it doesn't matter. I'm mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I th- and I I think that that that's totally valid. Can can you describe a specific experience that you like dressed up something and like everyone just kind of no, there's um, it, like a one that I worked hard on that I think didn't get enough attention. I made this bomb Mary Poppins costume. It's uh, the white and red from when she is dancing with the penguins in the chalk drawing. I don't, I don't know the last time you saw Mary Poppins, um, but uh, I, I, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah, so she's got this white dress with this big veiled hat and it's covered in red ribbons and she's got these like boots that like go up her calves and they're got buttons up and down the side and an umbrella, but her umbrella changes, right? Because in the real world, she's got a black umbrella, but in this one, it's white and pink to go with the white and red dress and it's chiffon and it's a poofy skirt and it's poofy sleeves. Um, and I was a nanny at the time. So to me, it was hilarious. I was like, I'm a nanny and I made a Mary Poppins costume and it's so cute. Um, and nothing. I, and then another thing that happened that made me question, like, why is it that this just isn't, you know, a hit with people? Uh, I was in the ladies room at this convention that I wore it to and someone did compliment it. They were like, oh, that's a great costume. I'm like, thanks. It took forever. And they're like, oh, I thought that was a store-bought one. I didn't realize you made it. And so then I thought, do people not care if it looks store-bought? Do people only care about the stuff you did yourself? Uh, So I don't know. Oh, that is interesting. That is interesting to think. Like maybe everyone was looking at it and being like, oh, she has bought that. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. 
I will never know why things get attention and why they don't, but that dress was amazing. And it doesn't fit me anymore, so I can't wear it again. (laughs) Well, I guess I guess I don't know what the the process of altering something like that. I guess I'm too. I'm (laughs) I'm sure that probably takes forever for like a handmade item, though. It's it's really just a personal problem. I don't like doing um, any like household sewing. Like Suresh has jackets. He's asked me to hem a billion times, and I just don't want to. It's not fun. Well, I can I can respect that. I can I, there's a lot of things that if I'm doing it for myself or for like a task, I will never want to do it. But mm-hmm. if there's yeah, like, taking things in or letting them out, not fun. Yeah. Building something from scratch, fun. Yeah. So when you are in like creating these things are do you do you sketch out everything are you like someone that will like plan out every little thing are you something that like it builds as it builds i i do not sketch i can't draw um i'm a terrible artist uh it's too bad i feel like maybe if i was better at drawing uh i would have tried to go into like fashion or costuming uh as a more professional endeavor instead of just a when i feel like it one uh, but that's just not a skill I have. Uh, so whenever I make something, it's very throw things at the wall until it sticks. Um, so I'll see something and I'll be like, I think I have a pattern in kind of that shape. Maybe if I find the right fabric, it'll look like in the picture. And if it doesn't look like in the picture, I'm like, all right, well, maybe if I had a hoop skirt, it'll look like the picture. Or maybe if I, uh, you know, put another fabric on top, it'll fall differently or, um, I don't know, maybe if I embroider it, it'll look more like this instead of like this. I don't know. Um, but it's very much a moving target for me. Like I just start and then I like go. I, I'm very much a, a, a Leroy Jenkins of sewing. Just like, <laughs> like let's make it happen. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say you, you started that uh, response by saying you're not an artist and I would I would dispute that I think you very much are an artist it's just you're not like a the pay, pen to paper artist like your your costumes are art absolutely sure yeah I guess so just not that kind of art I, I couldn't yeah. sketch it out in advance I had an idea for a for a quarantine tattoo once lockdown ends and I like drew it and I was like Suresh do you think this is a good tattoo I think he's like what is that Oh no! <laughs> he's your husband. He's supposed to, I guess. Uh, no, he couldn't fake it. It was that bad. Too, yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, to go back to like the, the the costume creation, it almost is like it has to be more of an engaging process, too, where it's like this like living thing in the creation. Like you are. You start with an idea, but like what you initially think of might not be exactly what comes out. Is there is there some fun there? Yeah, for sure. Um, I so one of the things that this is going back a little bit to my I never know what's going to get attention and what doesn't. I know what doesn't get attention, and I keep making it anyway, which is original costumes. Um, so if I'm like, I'm gonna make unnamed Quidditch player, which is a costume I have made. Um, nobody knows 
who that is, what that is. It's nobody. That, that wasn't in the book. That wasn't in the movie. Why would anybody recognize it? But the reason I like doing those is because I can just make what I want. Like, we've never seen the official team uniform for the Hollyhead Harpies, the professional Quidditch team of all women. So what if I just designed it? What if I just made what I think that Quidditch team's uniform looks like all on my lonesome? Uh, which is fun. Like, I like doing that. I like being like, all right, so there's got to be like uh, a cloak because, you know, it's, it's a wizard world and there's got to be, um, this, the, the pants should be jodhpurs like you would wear if you were horseback riding, except for you're riding a broom. Um, so the pants should look like horseback riding pants and then the cloak will look like a cloak. And then because it's a team of women, I think it'll be fun to add like a bodice that's form fitting because then we can look pretty um and so on and so forth and I made this costume that I thought was really cool and that's a lot of fun to kind of like throw ideas together like that um and that's one of my costumes that I really like a lot I like wearing it places um and it's also real comfy because like horseback riding pants are comfy uh and I don't know it's it's definitely fun to kind of evolve the project as you go and you can do that more with original ideas yeah I think it goes back to, I think your, like, this is your creative outlet. Um, and I've never, I've never in my life thought about having an original costume. I think that is amazing. Well, they Um, never do well. So if you want attention at a convention, don't do that. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't, I, I would, I would almost do it. I'd like to wear that just to walk around in like, superiority to everyone else be like this is such a specific and amazing <laughs> costume that none of no one will understand it and i do uh, it is a lot of fun like working on it is a blast working on the original stuff um it's just that when you're done there's no like real satisfaction at the end where people are like wow the way that they did when i showed up in a very recognizable costume and people are like well it doesn't matter how hard i worked on it if they know what it is they're excited yeah i wonder if part of the excitement is like it is literally is just like the acknowledgement we're both into the same thing yeah like is that my fandom hey that's interesting i never even thought of cosplay as like a a flag to other people saying like hey we're into the same thing come come hang out with me Mm-hmm. Because when when I've cosplayed, it's never been, I think, I don't know if Suresh has told you, in high school, we were weird. <laughs> I say that like we're no longer weird. We're still weird. But we were high school weird then. Mm-hmm. And we did our own uh, theme days. Like, you know, in high school, you have the spirit days where mm-hmm. there's like Hawaiian day or school spirit day or whatever. We just create our own um, and we would dress up for it. I love it. But our, our, our costume was like, at no point was a sewing machine ever involved in any of our costumes. It was all like pieced together things. Um, but it was, we didn't always wear things that, like, I didn't always wear things that I was passionate about. It was like, I had to fit the theme that I didn't always come up with. So like, there's one time I was Master Roshi from Dragon Ball Z. At that point, I barely knew Dragon Ball Z. Um, but they're like, we had just shaved our heads for me and, and our fr- my friend Robbie. You're, you know Robbie. Mm-hmm. We had just shaved our heads for charity. So Robbie's going to be Krillin. And the only other 
bald guy could be, which I'm kind of mad because I've since watched Dragon Ball Z and there's a lot of other bald guys that are good, but he said I should be Master Roshi, which is the old pervert. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. I just was like, oh, yeah, I could wear that. Um, but like and conceptualizing how most people I'm sure cosplay it, it literally is like I'm trying to signal to other people, hey, I, we're 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 in this together. Mm-hmm. I think it it adds a lot more power. I think to to cosplay and, and costumes in general. Definitely, and like there's a whole piece of cosplay that I haven't even brought up because it's not the part that I like, but it's the part that some people like, which is like embodying the character. Like if somebody shows up to a convention dressed up as Deadpool, they're gonna run around and fuck with people all day. Like that's it. That's that's part of cosplay is like, oh yeah, there's the Deadpool cosplayer, like they're gonna be goofy. Um, whereas like someone who cosplays as, I don't know, a character from a horror game, I don't know one off the top. Oh, that pyramid head thing, right? Uh I don't know what I game that is. If it's but, scary, I'm not watching it. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So so there's this video game with a pyramid head guy, like drives drags around, I don't know, a scythe or a sword or something. Anyways, that person is always going to be real dramatic. They're going to walk real slow and drag their weapon behind them, all creepy like. Um, so for some people, there's like this role play involved as well with cosplay. That's why it's called cosplay, because you're like playing as the character. Um, I, I don't do that, not because I don't think it's fun, but because I never really do characters with enough personality for it to be worth it. Um, but it's kind of a fun connection to have with other people, right? Like if you see your enemy across the the floor, like y'all can chase each other and, you know, run in circles and have a lightsaber battle or whatever. And that's fun. That's cool. It's a connection with like a complete stranger. Yeah. Nice. That, and that, and that makes sense that that's not, um, like you're, you're with the development of the actual costume. So it makes sense that you wouldn't really, care that much about being the character but you bring up i I have to bring this up since you since you brought up like seeing your enemy across back in high school there was one day we did super villain and hero day i dressed up as the penguin uh because literally is the probably the easiest costume to do you really just need Mm -hmm. a fake nose Mm -hmm. um and then uh, an umbrella and our friend Robbie was dressed up as Robin. And for some reason, he was delivering notes to different classrooms from the office. He walked into my creative writing classroom to deliver a note to the teacher. And the, he walked in. We kind of saw each other. And I think we like nodded like, hey. And the teacher just turned to us and was like, are you guys going to fight? <laughs> and And basically made us simulate a fight in the middle of the classroom um it's so fun they could tell we everyone knew we were the weird kids um but i i think it it, it, i've never like conceptualized cosplay in in that way but all those are very much aspects of it Mm -hmm. so with like with like cosplay becoming more mainstream have you noticed people have people's attitudes changed towards your like costume design or have, has, has, have you just always had support? Uh, I, th- I think 
I have a personal habit that's more me as a person than it is maybe anything else that I just kind of, I've got like this filter, right? And I just kind of filter out when people are shit talking me. Like I just, I don't know, I don't hear it. Um, Not never. I mean, I definitely hear it sometimes, but when it comes to things that I think are cool, it is very hard to convince me that it's not cool. (laughs) uh, So when it comes to cosplay, it is perfectly possible that I told someone like, oh yeah, I'm working on a costume for a convention this weekend. It's going to be the Calypso from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, It is very possible someone rolled their eyes and was like, okay, cool, I guess. I wouldn't have noticed. Like, I could not tell you if people have said mean things about my costuming. My instinct is no, I have no recollection of that. I've only ever had people be like, you're going to a convention? Are you one of those people that like makes costumes? I'm like, oh yeah, sometimes I don't do like the armor and stuff, but I'll do like, you know, clothes-based costumes because I've never made like a suit of armor. That's definitely a part of cosplay that I have not ventured into yet. And that's usually what people think of when they're like, do you make those big costumes? I'm like, no, I make dresses. Uh, But I think in general, I have no recollection of anybody ever being negative towards the idea of costumes and cosplays around me. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's possible I don't remember. Um, But I, I think for the most part, people have always been like, oh, cool. Can I see? Like, do you have any pictures? What's the last one you wore? Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think uh, one, I think that filter is amazing, and I think if more people had that filter, I think a lot more people would be happy. And also, it it wouldn't empower it, a lot of those people that talk down. They would be less empowered to continue to do so. Um, but also, I think there's something about uh, the friend group you kind of create and kind of like put around you. That could it also almost, be it. <laughs> it could definitely insulate you. Like you're not going to be friends with someone who doesn't think that's cool because I mean, that's a big part of your personality. Like, I think that's also part of it. <laughs> and I, I think that that isn't, I think that's important to like, remember, like if you have friends that are constantly talking down about things you're doing, like you don't have to be friends with them. <laughs> like You do not. <laughs> I remember every year people are like, this year, I'm cutting out the bad. And I'm like, why do you have bad people in your life? What do you mean you're cutting out the bad? Let them go. Why aren't they gone? Why aren't they cut? Man, I mean, cut like extra fabric on a costume you no longer Mm -hmm. need. Look at that. We can relate anything (laughs) back to costuming. It's true. Uh, So you've been doing, I mean, you've been sewing, creating costumes since high school Mm -hmm. where do you kind of see this going like do you do you see yourself like just advancing this do you see yourself continuing to work do you do imagine yourself being like miss frizzle at one point and just wearing things like that like where where do you kind of see your your costuming going uh so i think it's actually already kind of started making a few branches in different directions in my life um So, like I said, as fashion has gotten more dramatic, more avant-garde, there have been more reasons for me to make, um, uh, like, ready-to-wear that just maybe is a little more dramatic than I could get at Forever 21. Um, So, it's it's funny. I don't even remember who it was. One of y'all's friends. 
um, one of the group in in Wheeling once asked me about uh, the clothes that I make. I, I don't know, I had made something and I wore it to a party. And they're like, do you ever just make normal clothes? Um, and I was like, nah, because I can buy those. Like, I'm going to make stuff that it's hard to find. Like a pair of like balloon wide legged pants with bird print. Like, I don't know where I'm going to find those. So I made my own. <laughs> um, and then I wore them to this party. So no, I don't really make normal clothes. Old Navy makes no normal clothes, which is why I shop at Old Navy. Um, and then on the other branch of things. So instead of just like having my some clothes that are, you know, kind of normal everyday fashion, I've gone in the other direction, which is wilder and wilder costumes so right now I just do sewing right I make dresses I make cloaks uniforms um I don't know just the kind of things you see in movies and tv but people I'd really like to learn how to make that armor stuff like I've never done it I've never made like a transformer or a, a black panther suit or anything like that I know they usually use uh, foam for that kind of thing. I'd really like to learn how to do that. So that's two different branches. One, more normal clothes. One, more crazy clothes. So I've got two paths that I'm trying to take. Maybe when I have more space, this apartment's kind of small. I mean, I think, I think that is a, a great way to kind of take what you already know and kind of really develop this passion and really... Uh, I think, and that, that speaks a lot to like a, a, some, a passion someone has is like, they're not just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like there's definitely going to be some growth. Um, and I think with creating costumes, there's definitely this, uh, like real function and like skill that you have with that, that you can take in both those directions. Like one, it could be more standard clothing and like, with the pandemic, you never know what the world's going to look like. I mean, you're always going to have <laughs> clothes like uh, some That's other people true. might not. And Everybody the, says I can be on the uh, Armageddon team because I can sew. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's like this like magical place where it's like a real life skill, but also like is this true expression of your creativity. Uh, it, it, it truly is an amazing uh, skill to have. And I, I think the fact that you've stuck with it for so long really shows that it's a true passion of yours. Um, as we kind of finish up, do you, um, what do you want people to kind of know about costumes you really haven't covered yet or like where they kind of fit into the world? Like what else do you want everyone to know? Uh, I, one thing I think is, I'm always thinking about how strange it is that I was never into cosplayer conventions until way after I fell in love with costumes. I think I just didn't know that there was an outlet for love of costumes that felt very unique to me. So if anybody else has love of costume, like there's places that you can embrace it and show it off. Um, there's a community for that. I did not know that. I thought it was a weird niche hobby that only I had um so that's one thing to I think throw out there because like I said I was well into adulthood before I knew like loving costumes is a thing um and then I'd also say that it's a lot more approachable than you think um there's even a term for it uh closet cosplay 
Um, so that would be what your uh, Mario was, right? You already had overalls, you already had a red shirt. You're now Mario. Um, I have a bunch of closet cosplays that I pull out all the time, even though I can sew. So if anybody's like, oh, cosplay sounds fun, but I don't know. I don't know, see what you got. Like what TV shows do you like? What do they wear? Do you have jeans and a leather vest? Cool, you're Michonne, like do whatever. <laughs> I think I think that that is a good message being like there's there isn't there isn't a uh something that restricts you from from stop starting this like it could be as little as like wearing I, I mean I'm a big fan of Steven Universe I mean a Steven Universe costume cosplay is literally just the star and shirt, star the shirt. And sandals <laughs> Like mm -hmm. that is a, that is like a, a cosplay. So I think definitely and other people love Steven universe, right? Like that's the kind of yes. thing you wear and people are like, Hey, there's a dance, right? Maybe you do the dance. <laughs> yes. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think that is the, the perfect message kind of leave this, leave off on this podcast. Um, before we go, um, I know there's something you want to promote that you do outside of your, um, costume development that will give you your, the platform to share everything you want to know. Sure. So it's just my work. I work for a nonprofit. Um, the nonprofit is called the Philadelphia Education Fund. Uh, it is completely unrelated to costuming, but I really like my job. And because we're a nonprofit, we are mostly grant and donation funded. So if anybody would like to fund my salary, uh, you can donate to the Philadelphia Education Fund. Uh, it's a college access organization that kind of helps students apply for financial aid, work on their scholarships, um, work on applications as a whole, um, really anything to kind of put a high school student in the best position for post high school life um, is what we do. So it's a good organization. Absolutely. And as we are entering tax time, um, I know a lot of people are struggling, but if you are lucky enough to be all right, with your finances consider this is a good thing like with that tax refund coming in like mm -hmm. type the this is an organization an organizations like these definitely consider giving where you can yeah um, we are totally a tax deductible uh place to donate exactly so you get that tax refund and you're already setting yourself up for next year's taxes mm -hmm. uh, so everyone if you're listening to this this is your first episode we do this podcast every Tuesday. Um, you can find us on the internet at what do you like podcast on Instagram at WDYL podcast on Twitter, um, or you can go to our website. What do you like podcast.com? We're available on all major podcast platforms. Uh, if you enjoy, we listen to uh, consider giving us a five star review on whatever platform you use um, and tell a friend. Uh, I love having these conversations. Um, so to keep them going, definitely let's, let's spread the, the joy and spread this out. And Kelsey, I just have to say one more time, always a pleasure to chat. Um, I always say the, the, the best thing for me about these podcasts is that I get to have them. Uh, it's the only chance I get to like have, sit down and talk for an hour with like friends or even strangers. Nice. I like it. So with that, uh, thanks again for everyone listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.